Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Now we're going to talk about greyhound pups that become very fast dogs and are able to represent their state or indeed their country in the Nationals because this coming weekend, Saturday night, Wentworth Park in Sydney, we have the National Sprint and National Distance Grand Final after we had uh, state and country heats, country I refer to New Zealand, uh, Thursday before last. Now, Opawa Superstar won the New Zealand heat of the Nationals, unfortunately, had to be scratched this week by Gene and Dave Fahey with a uh, unfortunate uh, injury to the hip support for a power superstar. Might keep him sidelined for about a month. But no keeper uh, will be there representing New Zealand in the Nationals distance final. And, of course, Gary Cleave with no keeper going over on Tuesday. So we thought we'd get the Australian perspective. Uh, an expert, uh, a man who I have been able to work with uh, live, also done a little bit of work with, on the phone, we've had him on before, friend of the show, we'll call him. It's uh, Jason Lincoln from Sky Australia. Jason, good morning to you, your time. Morning, Rosso. Glad to be with you, brother. I'm, um, I've been anxiously awaiting catching up with you again post you helping us out on Sky Plus with the Nationals. And anyone that tuned in would have been in for a hell of a treat. I mean, to see that um, modelling portfolio photo of you that we used on screen with something else, right? I had no idea you were <laughs> No, thank you. I was wondering how long it would take you to bring that up, Jason, but uh, you're referring Straight to in. a photograph that I... Yeah, I, 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 I sent this photograph. It was just all, all I had on offer, I'm afraid. You suggested it was from 1989. Well, you're only about 10 years out, mate. It was, it was, it's about... <laughs> It's, a, it's about 23 years old, that photo. But I reckon, mate, like seriously, some a decent make it, makeup artist and some good lighting, I wouldn't come up too far off that, would I? No, I thought, uh, as I said to you, I thought it, it, it did wonders for your profile over here. I can tell you that there were a lot of ladies <laughs> asking a lot of questions at Wentworth Park that night. Oh, mate, we've got uh, people as good-looking as you uh, hosting the catching pen. <laughs> um, you know, I've got to do everything I can to work in my favour. Yeah, right um, Getting, getting serious, uh, Jason, and obviously I want to talk about the Nationals' distance in the main. Um, however, I did say earlier that um, obviously a power superstar is officially scratched from the National Sprint Grand Final, and I said that Magical Cindy was also scratched from Queensland. Um, Elizabeth Whelan from Greyhound Racing New Zealand has pointed out that officially she isn't out of the market. I noticed that we have taken her out of the market on the TAB, but... Is there any update there? Because Dan Roberts, my co-host, uh, also read an article that was kind of suggesting that she would be out, but she wasn't officially out. So can you help us out there? Look, I, what the information that you've got is as up-to-date as the rest of us have got. I would say that she's, you know, as much as, uh, you know, we're sitting here doing the form, you can, um, yeah, you can not, not expect her to be there. But I think just with the wagering companies, until they formally come out with the stewards, they're reluctant to pull them out because... You know, if they make a miraculous recovery, it's impossible to put them back into the betting. So that's really just them covering their backside, I'd say. 
Okay, no, good as. Thank you for that, Jason. Uh, let's talk about the Nationals Distance Grand Final. You know that we've been desperate for no keeper to get over there and to tackle the uh, the best stayers currently in uh, Australia. Uh, and he comes up with box number two. Now, we watched the heats, the state heats, and the, the dog obviously we're all scared of is, is Super Estrella, who won the New South Wales heat and wasn't too far outside Tornado Tears track record. So I'd like your thoughts, obviously, around Super Estrella and indeed uh, any of the other uh, of no keepers rivals that we should be keeping a close eye on, Jason. Yeah, sure. I mean, look at a holistic view of the you know the field that he takes on. I guess um, again, probably a bit of a snapshot, I guess, Roz, of the health of Australian stars. And I think I brought this up last time I was on with you. I can't remember a time where we've had this less um, like depth across the board. There are some very very good stars, and you named a couple of them and. There are a few of them engaged in this final, but um, once you get beyond the top handful of stayers in Australia at the moment, it thins out pretty quick. And um, I think the other thing that would um, would ring true with a lot of form analysts is the majority of them, you, you, they're not just they're proving not to be very dependable from one run to the next. Um, you know, we'll see. For argument's sake, a Super Estrella run 41-41 night, but then coming out get run down in 41-90 the next time. So. Um, I would say it's an ideal time for no keeper to be going over. Um, you know, had it been a couple of years ago, and we did have dogs like Tornado Tears, Rip and Sam, you know, Blue Moon Rising, these sort of dogs. It might have been a little bit trickier, but I think he's, um, yeah, I think he's absolutely coming across at the right time, and he's and he's found a race where you know if he were to take Super Stellar out, and the betting sort of tells you this, you take her out, the rest of them are pretty even. Um, I mean, just going sort of through them from top to bottom. Zar Bell's the single-figure quote I can see at the moment. A West Australian who's got no early pace um, has managed to string a good sequence of wins together there at Cannington. But, you know, my opinion with backmarkers, um, you know, going to strange tracks, they generally need a couple of looks just because of the way they run their races. The dogs that find it, you know, pretty easy are the ones that generally jump on the bunny. and um, You know, they're certainly not unsighted. Getting around. So, um, look, as long as no keeper crosses Arbel early, get himself a nice position on the fence. Gypsy Wong's drawn outside of him, has got a bit of pace. Super Estrella's probably your most likely leader. Island Wonder's a little bit tough to try and line up Rosso. He's from Tasmanian without sort of poo pooing the Tasmanian form too much. Um, best day is generally just making up the numbers. He's 100 to 1. And look, in reality, I'd say there's probably a zero missing there. Um, Days of Thunder trialed last night at Ipswich on her own, though. and Days of Thunder, I guess, probably encapsulates what I was just alluding to moments ago. She can look like a superstar one week. Um, in fact, she can look like a superstar for a couple of runs in a row. But then if you go through a form, you'll see little bits and pieces where she's gone around short odds and been rolled. I think she got back two runs ago at $1.30 where she had every possible. And if you go back sort of another four or five runs, about $1.20, $1.30 at Albion Park, got into a pretty straightforward race and was just a non-factor. So... She can be a little bit moody, and as I said, she tried on her own at Ipswich and went poorly. Um, the fifth grade on the same night went, I think, four lengths faster. Now, I wouldn't hold that against her too much because, as I said, I think on her own, she wouldn't necessarily try too hard. Um, she needs a bit of competition, days of thunder. But again, she's a, a rogue backmarker, Rosso, who you know I would expect to not have too many behind her when they settle. Moraine Susie's the, the real question mark. She's jumped out of the ground her past couple of runs here in Victoria. Um, again, the Victorian stays are very much maligned at the moment. You know, even the top ones like Jarek Bale have got the little crosses next to their name. 
but she's um, she's only had the two or three seven hundred, so she's the the fresh meat, I guess, Rosso in that respect. And she ran really fast time to win that final at Sandown, so I respect her. Um, and fantastic Bradley's the South Australian. He dominates racing week in week out there in South Australia. Now the added advantage he's got is an ex New South Wales greyhound who's got plenty of experience around Wetworth Park already. I think he already has a sub forty two win at Wenny. Um, when we have seen him come across um, onto the Eastern Seaboard and tackle some of the feature races in recent times, Rosso, he hasn't necessarily measured up. But again, this wouldn't be the deepest contest in the world. And the fact that he's got some winning experience will, will stand um, him in good stead. Uh, the big query dog that completely changed the market, the first reserve, Rosso, Zip in Kansas. Now, if he was to get a run, he actually went quicker than Super Estrella last night in winning. He went 41-44. So... Um, I know he's the second favourite at the moment, but I would think if he gets a run, Super Show is likely to ease a little bit and heat firm. Uh, I was just about to mention, Jason, uh, interesting runners up in Kansas. They'd be uh, praying and crossing everything. I'd imagine at this point that they did manage to get a run in that race uh, next Saturday night after last night's performance. Yeah, yeah absolutely right, Robbo. Look, and again, look, to double down on what I've been saying, um, you can go through a few of his recent runs where he just hasn't been interested. And Jason Magri doesn't pull any punches. He came out and said as much in the record of it. The dog's just not putting in. Um, his run in the heat of the Sandown Cup was inglorious. Um, I'm very, very surprised the stewards didn't take action there. There. Now, what I would say, his most recent three runs, in particular his last two, he's really cottoned back onto the job. So maybe he's switched back on now, Kansas, and yeah, it's a highly relevant point you make, as I said. I, I would expect if he goes in, uh, look, we'll talk in general figures. Super Show's about a dollar sixty-five across the board here in Australia, fixed odds at the moment. If he was to go in, I'd say she'd probably ease to a one eighty-five, one ninety-ish. Rosso and um, Kansas would probably firm into about a three-dollar quote. I'd have thought. Jason, really appreciate your insight into those uh, rivals of, of no keeper. And, and, and listening to you, I, I feel like I still have some confidence that uh, no keeper, if he can bring his best to uh, Wentworth Park, and, and there's a few imponderables there, obviously, with the, with the travel and yep. settling into a new track, and he's not going to trial on the track on Wednesday. He's going to go straight in. Um, but um, certainly still have that confidence that he's got a bit of speed to the outside, the three, the four, but no speed to the inside, and um, and that it's a really good time for him to be going there. So uh, an each-way play. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, if he shows up in his best form, and I wouldn't profess to know the New Zealand form, absolutely not as well as you guys, but not even probably as well as a bloke like Joe Lanuti, who um, is right across it here in, here in Australia. So I sort of get my leads from Joe a little bit with regards to New Zealand form, and um, you know, from what he's told me about the dog, what is he at the moment? He's about an eighteen dollar chance. Certainly, be worth a shekel each way. I would have thought, Rosa. Indeed, yeah, we got him tighter at twelve dollars an hour market, as you would probably uh, expect. Yeah. You'll, you'll attract a bit of money at double figures here. There's no doubt about that. Um, the uh, national sprint final, obviously, uh, power superstar out, which is a, a great shame. But uh, certainly, the favoured candidates have have drawn close in. New South Wales heat winner simply limelight on the New Zealand TAB $2.50. One thing I'll say about that uh, New South Wales uh, state final there, Jason, I had to watch it 10 times. It was pretty rough. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, it took a bit of watching, didn't it? And look, with, as we said, Magical Cindy more than likely to come out, New South Wales is actually going to have four representatives in this. So it's basically New South Wales versus the rest of the world. Um the key to the box draw, Rosso, is Dusty Burbsky. Um, you watch all of his runs in Victoria, um, especially from low draws, and uh, beautifully he had the checks 
in the Victorian State Final. So you can compare like for like there if you want to watch him go from box two last start. But he wants to immediately get to the middle of the track. And on that basis, he's going to open up a lot of room for Simply Limelight to operate in down on the inside. And he came out and won a free-for-all at Wenny last night from box six, which is completely unsuitable for him. He's a mad, mad railer. Uh, dogs take the running 29.40. And he's the, the obvious winner of the race, of mine, just given the draw. Um, I would have thought Good Odds Cash was absolutely capable of pushing him, but she's got the worst of the draw drawn outside Dusty Birdsky. And the dog I think um, that everyone's very, very wary of is the West Australian dog, Throttle. Um, West Australia got a great record in this race. They're actually the defending champions with... Uh, premium share winning last time. Of course, your boy ran third in that. Um, Dinah Dave. And um, look, I would have thought that Throttle, especially with Magical Cindy coming out, that just takes some of the pressure on his outside um, speed-wise out of the race. Bandit Ned wants to use some of the track. Richard Donner's not a brilliant beginner fly for tricks. isn't McInerney wants to stay wide. So Throttle's not badly drawn now. And he's been running pretty close to the record there at Cannington recently. Rosso, he's He's garnered a big, big reputation here in Australia very, very quickly, this dog. He'd be one of the strongest greyhounds over 500 metres going around. Yeah, fascinating, Jason. Really appreciate your insight there. I've taken a lot of notes. I'm sure uh, listeners will have too. Those markets are open in New Zealand on the New Zealand TAB, so we can have a, a decent crack at them. Um, Jason, before we let you go, uh, watching the catching pen during the week and talk about the Nationals not being as strong as they have been in the past. Um, stake money potentially to do with that because of the incredible stakes around some of the other races. So can you just, for those who didn't catch the catching pen, um, just reiterate those thoughts and what could be done for the Nationals? Because, look, for for, for New Zealand, um, you know, with us now being invited into it, and it's a shame that COVID sort of cost us the last couple of years, we're actually pretty excited about them. Yeah, look, I mean, I guess from our perspective, it's... um, uh, you get the prize money is the thing that people have spoken about first and foremost, but you know, I think prestige will always um, will always compensate a little bit for for prize money. So I don't think they need to necessarily pay the top end like a you know a Melbourne Cup that sort of thing. But I think moreover, just with the way the calendar is, Rodzo, um, it's then I guess the seventy five k becomes relevant because it's okay. What have I got to forego? To, to run in the Nationals um, in terms of my preparation either for an MDC or for an Adelaide Cup or or so on and so forth. And that's been borne out by the fact that, OK, she's a pearl would have actually been in this series had she not um, suffered a small injury. So she actually would have been there. But some of the other top liners where she's fast and a few others deliberately avoided the series just because they had other, um, you know, other goals. And, um, I, you know... <laughs> you're going to have these sort of races, I think they have to be aspirational and they have to have, you know, all hands on deck kind of scenario, especially in terms of, you know, those big profile dogs. So, I mean, what can be done? We sort of mentioned a few different things there on the pen, whether, you know, they they muck around with adding some new races, um, you know, over the 300 and the 600, because let's be frank, I mean, 300 metre racing is now taking up a great percentage of, of the product that we put out there. So we going to have to start recognising the absolute stars of that distance range. It's no use being snobby about it because it's, you know, because it's less than 500 metres. Um, so, that, I mean, that was one of the sort of things that was, was bandied about. And there were a few other things that um, the boys mentioned, um, you know, Patch and Daff, that, that, that might be able to work in the, in the future. But, um, yeah, I, I guess it's just at the crossroads a little bit. I, I think one of the key issues is the states, obviously, pay for the prize money and some of the states some of the smaller states 
wouldn't necessarily um, you know be able to meet any prize money rises. And the obvious example that I raised, I know it's not our sport, but in harness racing in the Dominion, obviously used to go around to all the states, um, New Zealand included. Well, that doesn't happen anymore because not all the states can afford to run it. It's much like the Olympic Games, I guess, to a much much smaller extent. But not every country can afford to run an Olympic Games. So course you still want to be part of it just doesn't mean you can host it so maybe that's just the the thing that needs to change for the nationals you know if south australia or tasmania or whoever for want of you know just plucking those guys out of the air can't afford to pay you know 150k or whatever it needs to be to make the race more relevant then maybe they just don't host it and it just gets shared around those cities that can was really appreciate your time look forward to seeing your handsome face on the coverage out of the nationals on saturday night thanks again you're not coming over rosa I'm not, but there will be uh, representatives of this country going over, Jason. I'm sure you'll look after them. Ms Whelan, no doubt. All right, I'll look after Lizzie if she's coming over. Mate, shame you're not coming over, but uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Yeah, well, somebody's got to look after Manu too on a Friday, Wiz. Hey, thanks, mate. <laughs> See you, brother. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.